Hello, everyone. Frank and Darren, TSL Movie Podcast, and this time we're talking the best and worst of Tremors. Darren, we have an explanation for this. Yeah, this is my, I was going to say our boo-boo, given it's, it's our ours. channel. It's ours. We're, we're, we're a unit. But I, I'll hold my hands up and say that when we did um, our Patreon request episode of um, The Lost Boys last week, I dedicated it to the wrong person. Um, you won't really notice it in the edit, but we didn't mention him by name. Um, and his name is Chris Catanzaro. And we said, look, you know, apologies, but we we did dedicate it to someone else, which we worked around in the edit. Uh, we said we'd do another episode for him, which we wanted to do anyway. And it feels really timely to do this because dear old Fred Ward passed away last mm. week. Um, so in honor of Chris Catanzaro and the magnificent Fred Ward, um, we thought we'd do the best and worst of Tremors. Yes, we did an Oscar flub, didn't we? We did we that, that did. one time where they did the best, uh, the best Oscar, the best picture. They, they read it wrong. Boy, yeah. Warren Beatty yeah. and Faye Dunaway up there confused, like they <laughs> didn't know how to read it. It was completely my mistake. But you get two for the price of one, Chris. Um, yeah. So, so let's have a look at Tremors. Yes, a fan favorite. Mm. Everyone loves Tremors. Yeah, it didn't. It, it did well at the box office, but then I think it had a life afterwards. Yeah, I think it was more the home end side of things. I think box office was kind of too universal, and the and the and the and the crew and everything. I think they were disappointed with it. The movie was like a ten million budget, and I think it, well, globally, I think it did around about twenty five million. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, with with the type of movie that they had on their hands, which is such a great fun breakneck speed you know there's no fat on this movie whatsoever it just rockets along it's funny it's it's got great monsters in it it's got great characters and casting is perfect the casting's perfect um the setting's perfect i find it really difficult to fault this movie um, and it's you know I I've never seen I've never seen any of the sequels I've no real desire to see any of the sequels because I just like this I think it's a perfect neat little package yeah yeah and the, the character and the uh, monsters in this the graboids mm. um, as as they lovingly call them in this uh, franchise um, was something we'd never seen before other than Beetlejuice but that was kind of sandworms yeah. you been to Saturn. Uh, we we never uh, we never seen anything like it, and yeah. then we see him. We're like, Jesus, this is pretty good, you know. Yeah, and all it's practical. A, yeah, it was, it's awesome, awesome movie, and 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 you know, um, Valentine and uh, what was Fred Ward's Fred Ward's uh, Earl Earl Valentine yeah. and Earl were were that duo that were always on screen. The brothers, the best friends. They did everything together. They cleaned up after each other. They drank together, and and probably shared ladies together <laughs> um well, well, well we're not going to talk about that because uh darren will uh indulge me and uh prove that i'm sick uh <laughs> by encouraging it um so uh darren let's start off best character for you in tremors best character i want to say um i want to say earl just in you know in tribute to the great fred ward but i am going to say earl and val um okay. because the the chemistry between these two is just incredible right from the moment that it starts and you've got it always makes me laugh when i watch this film and you've got kevin bacon kind of 
pissing off that cliff top. <laughs> and he's walking around to the van, like kind of pulling his underwear out of his ass and just adjusting himself as he goes and sits down. Right from that moment when those two start kind of kibitzing together, it's they're, they're, they're just great on screen. Both of them look terrific. Both of them have got great chemistry. And I, I was gutted when Fred Ward died last week. Mm. I think this is one of his best films. Um, he's done a lot of, um, of finer, you know, acting roles in this, like Henry and June and things. But um, in terms of a, a, a kind of great sort of multiplex movie, Tremors for me is just, it really, it hits all the beats. Yeah, uh, it's funny because uh, Kevin Bacon, when uh, Keir Sedgwick, his wife, was pregnant, hmm. uh, went down to his knees and screamed, I'm doing a monster movie because he thought this was just <laughs> shit. You know, he, and then it came out to be, uh, I think, when he gets asked for autographs uh, besides, you know, doing, um, uh, let's say, Stir of, Stir of Echoes and probably Friday the 13th. I think a lot of people ask him to sign Tremors. Yeah, he was at a really low ebb. Um, to the point where he was thinking about quitting, he, yeah. he thought he'd, he'd done Footloose, and um, there was nothing. That, yeah, but there, nothing really worked for him at all. And so he was, and this is coming from him as well. He was thinking about quitting acting, and when this came out and it didn't do as well as they expected, he was even more disappointed. But slowly, the video market it just started to get a real name for itself and um, started to pull in some serious money on home entertainment. And off the back of that, he got the likes of um, Flatline... My light's just gone out here. Um, Flatliners, uh, JFK, A Few Good Men, River Wild, Murder in the First, Apollo 13, Sleepers, you know, all these massive films, which were all kind of really on the strength of this movie that he did. Major studio backing with major money. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he was and he was great. A few good men. He came oh, off as terrific. a real good dick. Yeah. <laughs> as we know, he likes showing his dick on camera. Um, <laughs> my best character is Bert. I love yeah. Bert. I think Bert is awesome. He's he's that guy that's paranoid. Think the world's coming to an end, and you know what? You're glad you have him in your group. Hmm. Because you need a little crazy. Yeah, of course. Yeah. No, so I actually, I actually love Bert. And, and, you know, and he carries the franchise for the rest of the way after two, hmm. part two. Yeah. Until to the point where it gets a little tiring seeing his face all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So but I, do I have to explain any more about Bert? I don't think so. No, no. All right. Your worst character. Um, I'm going to have to say Mindy. Really? For that damn pogo stick scene. Why do you hate little girls? <laughs> Mindy, and I didn't realise until today when I was watching this again that it's actually the girl, it's Ariana Richards from um, Jurassic Park. Yes. Um, I didn't realise it was her all those years ago. Uh, I just thought it was a really dumb moment where, you know, everybody's kind of like as tense as hell with what's going on and she starts to pogo stick down the street. Yeah, wouldn't somebody be keeping an eye on her, telling her to stop, or to, you know, not, not to do these things? Darren, there's four houses in this fucking town. I yeah. Mean, who's keeping an eye on her? 
the coyote could come down, right, and take her. That's about yeah. it. No, I know. And, and it's, it's, <laughs> it's actually testament to how good this film is because that's actually a really cool sequence when Kevin Bacon has to save her and the pogo stick gets yanked through the ground. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just struggling to find a really bad character in this film. There aren't any. So I just thought I'd pick on the child. Oh, <laughs> as you rightly so and point out to everybody when we on do On behalf of you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but she's still alive. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, my worst character is Melvin. No way. No way, man. This dickhead of a kid uh, <laughs> thinks he's arrogant. You know, I didn't think Mindy and him were brother and sister at one point. I, I thought they were they were a family unit. Nestor is Melvin's father, which you did, I didn't. It doesn't. They don't explain that hmm. uh, very well. And uh, there's not many women in this town. No, a lot no. of men. They're, yeah, you know, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a, a great name for a town. Perfection, it, Nevada. It's like, it, it's like a town named Goldsmith, and there's nothing there. It's just like shit. Yeah, fact, yeah. Uh, you're lucky. This place has water. Uh, but yeah, for me, Melvin. You know, it's just uh, I remember uh, the guy who plays Melvin was in a movie called uh, Meet the Apple Gates. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it still he just played the same dickhead. This kid needs to be bent over a knee and spanked. He's such an asshole. Uh, but, of course, that we're talking about the character, not the actor. Yeah. Uh, your best line. Hard. This is hard for this movie. There's a um, few. Best line. I think it's the moment when um, the snakeoid or the graboid. graboid or whatever you want to call it um, accidentally kills itself. <laughs> and, uh, and Earl turns around and goes, stupid son of a bitch. Knocked itself cold. Called my ass. He's dead. We killed him. We killed it. Fuck you! <laughs> that was probably my favorite line in the film. I found the ass end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like 50 feet long or something like that, right? <laughs> and you got in, you know, when, they, when they pulled apart that uh, sewage concrete, that concrete wall, hmm. and they get that great makeup. And then yeah. this green, this yellow, and orangey kind of blood shit. sludge. Yeah, the same yeah. thing that uh, Dick Warlock had at its mouth in, in, in Halloween 3 that came out. This <laughs> yes. dang looking thing. Uh, yeah, I like that line too. There were so many. It, you know what it is? It, with Bert, with um, with Earl and Valentine, the words that just come from both of them, hmm. you know, it's, it's great. It's great writing. It is. It's it's good. I think they must have. I mean, there's great banter between them, and I'm. I wonder if any of it was kind of like just ad libbed a lot of the time. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah improvised and everything. Yeah. 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 I uh, my best line is a line I wait for every time this movie I watch this movie, and that's Bert saying, "Broke into the wrong goddamn rec room, didn't you, you bastard." <laughs> Yeah, like, another good finally one. A, a human killed this thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I laughed at that all the time. Reba McIntyre's holding on to him, but he's like, yeah! <laughs> Fuck you! Reba McIntyre, I'd forgotten as well that she's in this as well. Isn't that Danny DeVito's wife or something? No, I don't know. I don't think so. Isn't it? I thought Reba McIntyre, not married to Danny DeVito. That was the girl from Cheers who was married to Danny DeVito. Who? Not Ariba McIntyre. Ariba McIntyre's a country singer. Who's Danny DeVito married to then? That girl from Cheers, the bartender. Or Shelley Long? No, the other one. Ted Dan- Danson. 
We don't want, we we can't go on with this. Look it up later. Rhea Perlman. Yeah, <laughs> Mitty Pearl. <laughs> They're not actually together anymore, to tell you the truth. Uh, okay, besides you going through that shit, uh, what is your worst <laughs> line? What the, there's not really any worse. There's a few sort of... I found this very difficult. There's a few kind of typical sort of 80s quips that go on in there. Um, I guess one of the worst ones maybe is eat this, that kind of stuff, when mm-hmm. he throws the dynamite over the edge. And, and I actually put this out. Check this out. I found the ass end. Um. <laughs> As I was helping you in that one scene, you just, sh- you just shit all over it. No, I do like that line, but... <laughs> It's it, it's t- it's tough. I, I guess there are yeah. a few eighties uh, slash nineties quips in there, and 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 one liners. The type that were, you know, you that were flying around all the time, you know, amongst action slash horror pictures. Um, there's just a couple of those that are um, slightly annoying at times, but that's it. Nothing major. Yeah. Uh, for me, my best, my worst line is actually coming from Melvin. Um, him going, well, well, wait, man, oh. You gotta do something. <laughs> what are you gonna do? What are we gonna do? I'm over here. You're over there in a fucking outhouse. <laughs> and your dad's stupid. <laughs> he got on t- top a set of tires. <laughs> yeah, and got yanked through. Yeah, and your dad is a <laughs> dick. He doesn't discipline you. Whatever he does, he lets your mother watch basically Mindy jump up and down on sticks. You know, and then you're you're a fucking asshole. You want a gun? Your dad died, and you're just you, you, you know, no way, man. I give him no a way. gun. He's got no bullets in it. Yeah, yeah, but you know, he's not worried about his dad. See, if I saw my dad being grabbed by something and pulled down, I'd never see him again. I'd be I'd be on top of the roof, fucking shaking like this, you know, going back and forth. But no, he's just oh, oh, way, man. Oh. and it ends. And it just ends. Like, he didn't give a shit about his dad, except for that one part. That's it. Fucking Melvin. No way, man. Bullshit. I like the way you put yourself in that position and gave us an example of what you'd be like. like oh, I think any rational person would like ever... maniac. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> fucking... You know, if I ever saw someone die in front of my face that was a loved one, you know, it would be... It would traumatize. I mean, I'm surrounded by death the whole... My whole... Every day. Uh, you know, not by people. Well... We'll get into stories later. No, 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 don't stop. Uh, uh, but we'll move on because Melvin's, No way, man. So I got to do something. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> too bad I didn't grab his ass. They should have grabbed his ass and flipped him around back and forth. And all you see is his sneakers kicking, you know, going into that graboid's mouth. That would have been great. Yeah. Um, your best kill. Best kill, I think, is um, the doctor and his wife. I agree. This is mine um, as well. Yeah, yeah. And it's a really tense moment oh. as well. So he gets dragged down under the sand, and then the graboids sort of chase her. Although the snakeoids part of the, yeah. the thing chase they're, her to their the tongue or something. Yeah, yeah. Take her to the car, uh, to chase her to the car. And there's a moment with you're in the car with um, her name's Megan, I think. You're in the car with Megan. And there's a moment where you're expecting the graboid to come up through the bottom of the car and grab her. But no, they go a different route altogether and just grab the whole fucking car and take that (laughs) (laughs) But it's that feeling of being buried alive. Yeah, yeah. And they could still get you. 
Mm. It's 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 a really and you get that kind of distance shot of the car's headlights as it gets dragged down, and that's one of my you know the way that the doctor goes under the sand is just a, it's a it's a kind of phobia of mine. I wouldn't want to ever experience anything like that. Um, and 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 we've spoken about this before. What happens to Lewis Lane in um, in Superman when she when the earthquake strikes and she's in the car? And her mouth starts to fill with all that dirt and everything. Yeah, it's it's traumatizing. I I don't ever want to go out like that. I think I'll prefer to be just grabbed straight by the arse, straight down. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, this is coming from a man who lives next to the beach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, a, yeah, it's that suffocation thing. Yes, you know what I yes, mean? yes. It's, 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 it's uh, like quicksand. You feel it's a slow death, mm. and you're. Gasping for air, just like what Leslie Nielsen would say in um, Creepshow, talking yes. to Dead Dancing. You know, we got to get that breath <gasps> as the water comes up. You know, yeah. it's just, it's it's a slow death. You know that you're, you can't breathe in sand. Yeah, I understand completely. That For me, it's, it's a prolonged death for both of mm-hmm. them. It's agony. Man, um, your worst kill. Um, the horse. Really? Yeah, that's awful. Okay. That's, a, that's a really because I don't know why, how far they went with that horse. It, it was real, and they were kind of wrapping it up with a bloody puppet and pissing about with it on the ground. I don't know what was going on there, but it's uh, yeah, it's a, it's not a very nice moment. Uh, I don't know what the American humane people uh, were doing on set there because that's to me went to there's, lunch. There's a lot of kind of really uncomfortable kind of horse collapses in this film. Okay. Uh, not the worst, you know, not like some sort of 50s western where they were throwing horses around for fun, but um <laughs> shooting cows over castle walls. Yeah, yeah, that kind of stuff. Um uh, but yeah, that horse moment's a bit upsetting, I think. Um, okay. So I, I to me that's kind of like yeah, straight away my worst kill. Fuck the sheep, right? Who cares about the sheep? Yeah, I don't I don't care about sheep. The, the, sh- the sheep in the fucking <laughs> desert. Who ever thought about that? <laughs> what are the what are, they th- what are these things eating? Um uh, <laughs> For me, Nestor on the tire, as I mentioned before. Mm. Stupid. Stupid. He gets <laughs> pulled in, and then we don't see him anymore. And then it's a real like, fast track to Melvin's, Oh, I man. Oh, I. Oh. <laughs> okay, that's my worst deal. All right. Your best moment. Um, best moment, I think. I have, I have two really favorite moments in this film. I think one of them is um, the fact that I think uh what's her name now Rhonda is it Rhonda the seismologist yes her role in this is fantastic and she mm-hmm. in and uh, you know I was tempted to put her very as the cute. best character in the film she is very cute um but such a strong role as well for for um you know a kind of 90s action picture again not many leading ladies in 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 action horror and things like that around that time um Okay, you can count the likes of Linda Hamilton and 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 uh, and Sigourney Weaver and things, but this was a really t- she was she gave as good as she got. She was as tough as the guys in this mm-hmm. film, and she got them out of a lot of situations. The pole vaulting scene, I think, is terrific when they go over the rocks. the The way that that it's shot across the sort of desert skyline, and you see that silhouette of them all actually pole vaulting from rock to rock. A little I think bit of music. Looks, 
Yeah, yeah. It looks it, everything about that. It's a really fun moment, and it looks really amazing. And you know, it's a it's a it's a it's a great bit of escapism, I think. Um, other than that, I think the, the the scene where they where they reclaim the bulldozer, as well, is a really tense kind of uh, sequence when Kevin Bacon actually tries to run to the to the bulldozer and he stops, and the snakeoid's coming out of the ground as he's and it's sort of dancing around his foot as he's mm-hmm. stood on one leg. He keeps a moving tension it. there, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, we have to sort of. I, I think A Quiet Place owes a lot to this film. Ah. You know, it's a similar concept, absolutely a similar concept, apart, except for they're not coming from the ground, they're coming from the woods or wherever. Um, and it, and they're, they're, they operate on vibrations and sound. Um, I never thought of that before. I always thought that, that um, A Quiet Place was kind of quite an original idea, but Quiet Place owes so much to the to, to, to the Tremors franchise. Are you going to start another uh, argument for our friends over at Good Real Hunting? Quiet Place versus Tremors? <laughs> Could be done. Could, Could be, be done. Yeah. Yep. Uh, my best moment is Burt's Rec Room. Mm. I love that moment. You yeah. know, they're shooting them and then they pan out and you see all their damn firearms all over the yeah, uh, yeah. all over the wall. They're they're hitting him with Uzis, you know, the flare gun. And then Bert, what does he do? You know, he, he gets he gets grabbed by the graboid and uh, uh, Reba comes over and shoots the uh, one of the uh, tentacles out, one of the one of the snakeoids and um, and what does Bert do? He smashes and grabs the elephant gun. And yes. he loads that up, and he fires, and that damn gun goes right through the back of its head. Oh, it's terrific! <laughs> the bullet, oh Fantastic. my god! And that's <laughs> and, but it, it shows that it took a lot of firepower to kill this thing. Yeah, yeah. and then when uh, if anyone could kill anything, it's Bert and his wife. And mm-hmm. then we find out he has, uh, you know, what's uh, he, he brings in the uh, the bombs. Mm. The dynamite, yeah, and he says, uh, and Val says, "What did you, what do you make out of this?" He goes, "Oh, just the right uh, mixture with the proper proportions." And he says, <laughs> "What kind of wire is this? Cannon, cannon fuse." And he goes, "For what? My cannon." <laughs> <laughs> and we all know that he makes Melvin uh, run because he gave him like a Smith and Wesson or something, mm. or uh, a six shooter of some point. No and bullets. No bullets in it. Got you running, didn't it? Yeah. Because <laughs> he knew Melvin's an asshole. Bert, you assholes. No bullets in this gun. I would have pushed him down at that point. Stay here. <laughs> Fed him to the snakeoid. Yeah, yeah, with his sneakers kicking out of his mouth. <laughs> oh, you like Bert. old Bert, don't you? I love Bert. I love is it, Bert. Is that. I mean, how many of the sequels have you seen? Because he's I've in quite a few, isn't he? I've seen three sequels, and he's in all of them. And it, um, and how do they hold up to this? Second one's good. Second one's with Fred Ward. It's his last one. And then mm-hmm. uh, the rest of them, then the, the Graboids uh, become flying Graboids, you know, <laughs> that now go on body heat, conceive through body heat. You know, Graboids become the Predator. Right, okay. At some point. And then they make one that's called uh, Tremors. I think it's four. Um, sorry if I'm getting it mixed up, ladies and gentlemen. But um, it's called Back Back to Perfection, where these things have been around since like the 1800s. 
Oh, I saw a clip, and yeah, they were all in kind of uh, period costumes. Yeah, and, and, and yeah. Bert was yeah. in that too, with a with a mustache and everything. It was like Jesus, Bert. You know, it was like you know they, they, these things were discovered back then. I'm like, what do you kill something with that? With a blunderbuss or something from <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean? I don't know, but uh, yeah, it gets kind of hokey later. Because there's like um, seven, isn't there? And there yeah, yeah. Like I mean, TV series. As I'm, well I'm, I'm out. sure our friend Colin Murdy has the whole series on Blu-ray from <laughs> Zavi <laughs> with with a with a graboid, you know, action figure. Things must get bad to, uh, the more that you know. It as gets CGI, yeah. right? Okay, yeah, yeah. Flying graboids, you know, and everything. It's yeah. just, uh, you're, you're they're this close by doing graboid human forms. Okay, you know, like Medusa type fucking things. You know, it's just it gets that hokey later on. But the first one, it's an instant classic for us, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, terrific! Absolutely. I mean, I you know this this people who missed this at the cinema and I was one of those people I do remember it being um, at the cinema that I worked at at the time and I remember seeing bits of it I remember popping my head during around the door all the time and, and having a watch so I never saw it in its entirety and then it came out on VHS and I watched it I think I watched it with my dad and uh, and I absolutely loved it and it it doesn't surprise me that it took on a life of its own because if you just if you were unaware of the cinema release and a lot of people were and you rented this out on VHS you must have really thought you'd struck gold where has this movie come from this is fantastic or you this kicked yourself a- in the ass for not seeing it in the theater exactly yeah yeah but like I say no one really went to see it at the cinema and it, and it's it's a shame because this could have been huge it could have been really huge and had it have been bigger in 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 its theatrical release then maybe Kevin Bacon would have come back for the sequel and we could have had a bigger budget and you know something really special rather than kind of diminishing returns with all these sort of um, different sequels that they've done would you see let's say a Tremors movie if they just put Tremor and Kevin Bacon came back and reprised the role and it got a theatrical release yeah 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 like yeah. uh, since since poor Fred Ward is not there, they could said you know they could have had, you know Fred, being killed by, one of them, and he came back, and he, and he could have said not my friend, you know all that fun stuff. Mm. There's a way to do it. There's there's yeah, absolutely yeah. a way to do it. But yeah. yeah, I remember seeing this in the theater as a kid, having such a fun time with it, seeing the poster, you know, with the three, uh, with Rhonda, Kevin Valentine, and Earl, uh, standing there, and you know the graboid underneath. Um, it was it was great fun. It's a great fun. It's a movie that if it's on cable, I don't own it. I wish they could release a good 4K version. I think there is a 4K. I have I have the Arrow 4K version. Does it's it, a little it's, grainy. It's a little grainy. Does it have good special um, good special yeah, uh, they, features? They they did a um, uh, a documentary with Kevin Bacon and Fred Ward's not on it, but you know the the whole kind of uh, Ron Underwood who who directed this film. Um, who also directed City Slickers, which is mm-hmm. one of my favorite comedies. Hello. Um, City Folk. City Folk, yeah. Um, he also directed that, and he's on there being interviewed. The guys who did, um, I think it's, uh, is it Alec Gillis, um, who did the special effects? Obi-Wan. Um, no, not Obi-Wan. <laughs> <laughs> Alec Gillis. Oh. Gillis, who did the Aliens. Um, oh, okay. and, and that was a big challenge for them because they, they'd done Aliens and Aliens obviously was in the dark 
but this is all set in daylight and so to create those monsters and have them not look too hokey in the in the too in the bright Nevada sunlight it was yeah exactly it, it, they had a bit of a challenge on their hands and I think they did a really good job I think it's really edited well yes. a lot of kind of first person perspectives with the camera and everything um, not too much um, too soon um, as well you know you don't see too much of it you see more of the kind of snakeoids rather than the actual graboid um, and yeah I think it's a terrific film I really do I, I and the fact that it's all practical really yes um, makes me happy when I watch it God bless the 80s and 90s of practical effects mm-hmm. where have you gone yeah, yeah. I miss you well, well ladies and gentlemen this was great I love talking about this movie. Um, I don't know if we're going to get into the sequels. Darren said no. I agree with him. You can't. <laughs> it's just, it gets hokey later. Yeah. You know, it's just, yeah. It's like us doing the best and worst of Police Academy movies. Oh, God. <laughs> don't, the first one. People have asked for that. Oh, have they? Yes, they <laughs> have. We, I see we them. Had, we have I, I see them. <laughs> one, like one of our, uh, uh, was what we were watching Dave's. Uh, a show the, with Tony and uh, one guy commented is it funny how the first one was rated R the second one was PG-13 and then the rest of them become PG uh, any um, uh, final notes there yeah we have a quiz we have a quiz coming up a week on Saturday Saturday the 28th of May one of uh, we were going to do a live stream but a couple of people suggested we do another quiz we haven't done a quiz for about a year mm-hmm. uh, trivia quiz I, do you call them quizzes or trivia or what's same it, thing what, yeah, same it thing depends on your okay. mood a trivia quiz um so we we have some spaces available if you're interested then email us at tslmoviepodcast at gmail.com and we'll get back to you um with uh, all the details uh, if there are spaces left that is we do have quite a number of people that have applied already um it's going to be like kind of 10 11 questions something like that for each contestant you you, you can come live onto the screen uh, onto the screen the scream the sure. screen you can come live onto the channel to um to answer your questions or you don't have to put your face on there if you don't want we can just do the audio if you feel more comfortable that way but we'd love to see you if you want please by all means join us on the channel and answer these questions um there will be prizes as well and maybe a special guest or two we'll see you a pair of darren's glasses will be auctioned off as well as a piece <laughs> of my uh, facial hair I will be like Daphne from... Is it Daphne from Scooby-Doo? When yeah, she, Jinkies. Yeah. <laughs> Jinkies. Yeah. And then yeah. by the time I'm giving out my facial hair, I'll be like this. <laughs> I'll look like an 1800s politician. <laughs> no, just like that, right? You the chin, no chin hair. And all like a Harry Manfredini. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, ladies and gentlemen, stick to the roads. And the best of luck. Let's see you soon. Bye. Bye-bye.